Hey everybody, welcome to Kern Talks, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church's podcast where we revisit the message from this week's church service. I'm Chris DeCue, the worship leader and producer at Kern Church. We know you're busy and maybe don't have time to watch the video for a whole service. Well, we got you covered with Kern Talks. With that said, let's hear Pastor Donna Hester's message from Sunday, February 28th, Born of What? As Jesus invited Nicodemus to be born again, Christ invites us to become a new creation. Christ calls us out of darkness into his marvelous light, and we are saved through him. There was a man, a lawyer, named Nicodemus. He came to see Jesus at night seeking answers for some of his questions. Jesus, we know that you are a teacher and believe that you have come from God because all the signs you do show the presence of God. Truly, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God without being born from above. How can this be? We have already been born and growing and are growing older. Are you saying that we have to climb back into our mother's womb to be born again? What is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of spirit is spirit. You cannot enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and spirit. Don't be astonished at what I have told you. You must experience a newness, just like a new birth. You look around, the wind blows where it chooses, and you hear the sound of it, but you do not know where it comes from and where it is going. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. I don't get it. I can't understand. Help me. You are a great teacher in Israel, and yet you do not understand anything about God. I have told you about earthly things, and you don't believe. How can you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has ascended into heaven except the one who descended from heaven, the Son of Man. And just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up that whoever believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but may have eternal life. God did not send the Son into the world to condemn the world, but rather that the world might be saved through him. Our gospel lesson this morning comes from the Gospel of John chapter 3, verses 1 through 17, and I will be reading from the Common English Bible. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a Jewish leader. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could do these miraculous signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered, I assure you, unless someone is born anew, it's not possible to see God's kingdom. Nicodemus asked, How is it possible for an adult to be born It's impossible to enter the mother's womb for a second time and be born, isn't it? Jesus answered, I assure you, unless someone is born of water and the Spirit, 
it's not possible to enter God's kingdom. Whatever is born of the flesh is flesh, and whatever is born of the spirit is spirit. Don't be surprised that I said to you, you must be born anew. God's spirit blows wherever it wishes. You hear its sound, but you don't know where it comes from or where it is going. It's the same with everyone who is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus said, How are these things possible? Jesus answered, You are a teacher of Israel, and you don't know these things? I assure you, that we speak about what we know and testify about what we have seen. But you don't receive our testimony. If I have told you about earthly things and you don't believe, how, you, how will you believe if I tell you about heavenly things? No one has gone up to heaven except the one who came down from heaven the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him won't perish, but will have eternal life. God didn't send his son in the, into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Nicodemus comes to Jesus. Nicodemus encounters Jesus at the cross. But it was an encounter in the dark of night. Nicodemus comes, and there are different thoughts as to why Nicodemus comes in the dark. It might be because he was a Jewish leader. It might be because he was one who, while he was interested and curious about Jesus was a part of those who were suspicious of Jesus as well. And maybe, just maybe, he did not want to be seen with Jesus. But there's another possibility as well. It is highly possible that Nicodemus encountered Jesus in the dark of night because there were so many who were surrounding Jesus during the day. The crowds were vast. Needs and wants of Jesus' time were at a premium. But at night, at night, it was only those who Jesus had called who would be with him. At night there was a chance, a chance that he could have more of a private conversation 
a chance to ask his questions and to receive Jesus' answers. And so Nicodemus encounters Jesus and he comes asking questions. He makes his statement. He makes his statement that he understands that by the miracles and the ways in which Jesus has been interacting with the people, he has to be from God. There has to be God's presence, God's care, and God's direction on all that Jesus is doing. But the conversation continues. And we hear the questions. We hear the conversation that we know so well. The conversation about being born. Or being born again. Or being born anew. Or being born from above. All of those are possible out of the question. But Nicodemus asks, how is it possible for an adult to be born again? How is it possible to enter the mother's womb for a second time? Or as our reader's theater showed today, How, how does one crawl back in to the mother's womb? It's a question. It's a serious question. And if we're honest, all these years later, do we know the answer to that question any better than what Nicodemus did? And Jesus responds to that question. Not about birth as we understand the birth of the flesh, but as birth of one born of water and the Spirit. And a birth of water and the Spirit, which makes it possible to be born into God's kingdom. The question that is asked today, the question that is asked in our title is born of what? Born of water and the Spirit? And like Nicodemus, there's some questioning in the back of our mind. What's it mean to be born by water and the Spirit? But to be honest, there's another question that is almost as pressing. Born where? Not born of this earth, not born of the communities in which we know, but born of the kingdom? How are we born of the kingdom?
How are we born by water and the Spirit? It's a conversation that goes much deeper than just the encounter at the cross between Nicodemus and Jesus. You see, we have to ask the questions ourselves. And we do ask the questions ourselves. And to some degree, maybe more than we want to admit, we're as confused by the answers as Nicodemus was. We're confused when Jesus talks about the Spirit blowing wherever the Spirit wishes. The Spirit guiding us. The Spirit leading us in God's kingdom. And yet, we have a bigger picture to look at than Nicodemus did. Think about the fact that Nicodemus comes to Jesus in the night, in the dark. And think about how the Gospel of John begins. A light shines in the darkness. And the darkness did not overcome it. That light, that light that the first chapter of John talks about is Jesus. And that light is there in the dark as Nicodemus meets Jesus. And the light shines. The light offers answers. The light offers conversation. The light offers to guide Nicodemus. The light will not overcome the darkness. But it's hard for Nicodemus to understand that light. And there are moments. It is hard for us to understand that light as well. And in that conversation, Jesus talks about being born of water and the Spirit. And if we move along in the Gospel of John, if we move to the 14th chapter, we know that at that moment, Jesus preparing for his death, preparing to leave earth, guides the disciples. Guides the disciples in understanding what will be around them. How they will be taken care of. They will not be left orphaned. For the companion. The Holy Spirit, the Father will send them in Jesus' place.
three chapters into John's gospel. Jesus encounters Nicodemus. Jesus encounters questions. Jesus has a conversation. And Jesus sets up for what is to come. Jesus reviews what has happened. And it's all there. Sometimes we fail to recognize that. We fail to recognize that from the very beginning, Father, Son, and Spirit have been about teaching us, instructing us, and guiding us. Sometimes we act as though we don't understand that spiritual touch. We don't understand being born of the Spirit. And we only recognize it either right before or right after Jesus' death and resurrection. But that Spirit, that light, is a part of all that we do. A part of all of Jesus' instruction and conversations from his very beginning moments in ministry. Chapter 3 of the Gospel of John is a very important chapter. It has one verse in it that we all know. We all have heard. Maybe the first verse we memorized. God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him won't perish but will have eternal life. There it is. Besides being born of the Spirit. Besides being born in the kingdom of God. Here, Jesus reminds us that God loves us. God loves all of us. God loves the world. That's big. That's huge. That's everyone. And the kingdom, the kingdom of God is about love. The kingdom of God shares love. And God loved us so that we could have eternal life. God loved us so that as his son entered into the world, as his son was encountered at the cross, encountered by Nicodemus, as Jesus was encountered in other places by all the people throughout history, we might be saved. Jesus didn't enter into the world to judge the world, 
but that the world might be saved through him. Saved through water and the spirit. Saved as citizens of the kingdom. Saved because of God's tremendous love. Born of what? Born of where? Why were we born? All because of God's great and amazing love. Love for us to encounter, but more importantly, love for us to share. Whether we come and encounter Jesus in the light or in the dark, we come recognizing the love of God. We come with our questions. We come confused by the answers. But we come knowing just how much God loves us. Let us pray. We echo the questions, the statements of Nicodemus. We don't get it sometimes. We can't understand it, God. Help us. Help us to understand just how much you love us. Help us to get that because you love us so deeply. You call us to love others. Send your Holy Spirit, Father. Send the companion. Teach us and guide us in all of our ways. Amen. Receive now this blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you want to reach out to Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, or see entire services, you can visit our YouTube channel, Kern Memorial United Methodist Church, and remember to like and subscribe for updates. You can also visit us on our Facebook page at Kern Memorial United Methodist Church. Thanks and have a blessed day.